Blog Talk Radio. Okay, listeners, I have uh, been talking about this interview for a couple of minutes or so, and I am so honored to once again chat with uh, one of the superstars of entertainment. She is an icon. She is a world-renowned household name performer. Of course, we are talking about the one and only Vanessa Williams. Vanessa, good afternoon to you again. Good afternoon to you. (laughs) Okay, now we've got a lot to cover. We're going to get it succinctly and get it done here. Now, you are performing with the Nashville Symphony uh, October 20, 21, and 22 at the Shermerhorn Symphony Center. Mm-hmm. So here we have an award-winning singer performing with an award-winning symphony orchestra. Have you ever, I wouldn't say ever, but have you performed in Nashville quite often in your career? Uh, no, not Nashville. Uh, back in the day, and we're talking 1997, uh, was my first uh world tour with Luther Vanta, so I'm sure we swung by uh, uh, Nashville back in the day, but uh, uh, not uh, not recently, but I do love symphony bass. Um, you know, I, I'm lucky to have had a number of hits that have uh, been uh, well-known. Uh, actually, uh, now these, these kids, these young folks nowadays don't even realize that uh, it's me singing, uh, you know, Save the Best for Last and Sweetest Days and Colors of the Wind because they only know me from Ugly Betty or Desperate Housewives or, you know, uh, you know, the Tots or some other program. So it's it's nice to be able to sing with a an amazing uh, a symphony and, and do my hits that uh, 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 still stand the test of time. So this will uh, essentially be your first time performing in Nashville, is that correct? Um. Don't quote me on that. It's the first time with the symphony orchestra. With the symphony. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, this is specifically for the Nashville fans. Have you ever done country music? You've been successful in so many genres of music. No, never country music. The last time I was in Nashville, um, I was actually taken, uh, this was back in 2010, and I was taken to the uh, the state, your your state government um house and I was doing a show called You Have No Idea and uh, they sent me down the hallway and showed me a bust of a a prominent black figure and asked me to look at the members of the representatives uh, from the 1800s and my great-great-grandfather's name was there, uh, William A. Field, and he is one of the the first black uh, representatives from Shelby County uh, that made it to the state um, government as a representative after uh, the the end of the, the war. So um, it was wonderful to be able to be at the state capitol, and also uh, they brought me into the chambers, and I got a chance to read some of his bills that he was trying to pass in his own handwriting, which was incredible. So I would have to say the last time I was in Nashville was a very heartwarming and moving experience for me, you know, about 12 years ago. What a wonderful opportunity for you and your whole family to be privy to that kind of information and such. Yeah, I mean, it's, I was lucky. I, you know, I had a whole team that did all this genealogy work for me, which was fantastic. Uh, and, you know, many people don't have that luxury. 
uh, of having a whole team uh, delve into uh, the past, and then particularly for you know African American um, uh, families that grew up uh, and have you know histories for hundreds of years here. Uh, a lot of our records were not uh, there were no records, uh, so this was amazing to be able to go back so many generations and not only make a connection, but I, there's a picture of him because he's part of, uh, uh, of that new generation that unfortunately took another hundred years to, to ha- be, uh, have integrated back into the state capitol uh, as representatives. But um, it was just extraordinary to, to see the history that ran uh, in my family. So I was very, very proud. Well, now, we all enjoyed various videos of you performing with symphony orchestras, of seeing them online, ranging from the Boston Pops and so many others. Can you give us a a behind-the-scenes glimpse as to how, I know it's a lot of moving pieces, but how how does that work? How far in advance do you start rehearsing with these orchestras? Is it several weeks, several days? How does that work? No, no, it's usually the day of. Um, Rob Mathis, who's my musical director, We'll send the charts, uh, talk to the conductor um, who is uh, part of the symphony orchestra. They'll go over notes, um, you know, by phone. And then on the day, literally, uh, the, the first day of the show, I have a full-day rehearsal um, to go over the arrangements and, um, and run it. And then, of course, after we done it, you know, the, the following, uh, I, I'll be there for three nights. I won't have to rehearse that the, the, the second and, and third performance. But, um, you know, that's the great thing about music. Uh, it's a universal um, system that if you can read music, you can read a chart and, and you know, language doesn't matter. It's it's all about the notes on the page. So, um, and, and Rob Mathis has been We've been working together uh, since 1996. He was he pr- produced my first Christmas album back in the day, and uh, and then we were on, on the road with Luther in '97, and we've been you know uh, working together ever since then. Okay, so that explains. I've had that question for so long, and so now I have the answer here. And many of us. <laughs> well, now Vanessa, yeah. you you have such a a large catalog and repertoire of songs, and so many different music genres that you do so well. What are some of the songs that we can look forward to hearing when you perform with the Nashville Symphony? Well, uh, I'll do the hits. Uh, of course, I'll do Save the Best for Last. Um, I'll do Call of the Wind from uh, the Disney film Pocahontas that I did back in 95. Um, and um, Dreamin', which is my first big uh, ballad from my first first album back in 1988 called uh, The Right Stuff. Um, and and some, uh, so basically I do kind of, we have string arrangements for the big, lush, gorgeous pieces, and then we'll do some with just my smaller band without any orchestration. And uh, so that's when we could do work to do and, and some of the other favorites that I've that known for. Well, once you guys start on work to do, that's when I will be showing out, so just a warning. (laughs) (laughs) That's very good. (laughs) Well, of course, you have millions of fans around the world, and they have their own personal favorite Vanessa Williams songs, as I just revealed one of mine. But what are some of your favorite songs of your own that you especially enjoy performing? Um, I would... 
probably one is is um, well, the one that's probably the most emotional um, incident that I had is when I I have a song called uh, The Sweetest Days, which uh, was written when I was uh, on Broadway doing Kiss the Spider Woman back in 1994-95, and uh, we were preparing for the next album, and I was recording, and I was sitting with Bill Galston, uh, who uh, co-wrote uh, Say the Best for Last, and I was talking about how quickly children grow up, and oh, I wish these days could hold on forever, and, and they go so fast, and that's when we came up with the Sweetest Days concept. And then I was... Um, my my middle daughter, who is a performer, had just graduated from new school, and I had a gig in Japan, and she wanted to come with me, and I said, uh, well, if you want to come, you have to, got to sing, so you learn all the music, and then you've got, to, you've got to sing with me on stage. So she learned all the music, and uh, I remember during sound check, when we were starting The Sweetest Days, and, you know, I start you know, starting the song, you know, you and I in this moment, you know, sharing the night so close, and I look over at her, and she's behind the mic, and I just got choked up because I said, this is exactly what I was trying to do, preserve those precious moments, and I look at this grown woman who's starting her life and starting her career and learning the mechanics of being an artist and sound and mic and all those things that you have to learn with your wedges and, and getting your balance right and also performing. And uh, it was kind of one of those cats in the cradle movements, you know, moments when you've grown up and uh, you, you turn over and you age and you see your 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 daughter uh, following in your footsteps. So that was, I would have to say that was the one that, that chokes me up the most just because life goes so fast. But, you know, the, the – the great upside is that, you know, she gave me a grandson who I adore, and he's nine months, and, and life goes on, and it's just, you know, remembering to cherish those days because they are so sweet and they go so fast. Well, that is the perfect segue to my next question here. Uh, regarding, you know, being a grandparent now, uh, we know that you have authored some very successful books, including the children's books. Do you plan on doing any more children's books now that you have uh, your grandparent? Parent? Ooh, um, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I, um, you know, I did one uh, called Bubble Kisses, which has a, uh, a, a song that comes along with the, the, the book and you can sing along. So, um, I would, pro if I were going to do it, I would definitely integrate music as well because I just think that, uh, it's, it helped me. Both my parents are music teachers. I grew up surrounded by music. So that's just part of my DNA and part of my life. And I would want to continue that. So if, if I were to do uh, another children's book, it would definitely have to do with music. Okay. Well, we are in the holiday season. They keep starting it earlier and earlier. So we are in the holiday <laughs> season. And people love playing your holiday songs. Uh, do you sometimes sing or perform your own holiday songs with friends and family or what? Well, I perform my holiday songs in my holiday concerts. Uh, that's mm -hmm. definitely one of the um, seasons that I'm most busy. So I certainly... Uh, perform it uh, a lot each year um, and don't really need to do it at home with my family because uh, <laughs> that's kind of, you know, my gig. Uh, so when, when I'm 
off the stage, I'm home, uh, you know, being a, a mom and a grandma and, uh, uh, and enjoying the, the season, uh, you know, as a holiday season, just being myself. I, um, I saw an article the other day that you, that it stated that you said that you're going to have, be referred to as mumsy as far as grandparenting. <laughs> That's so cute. Thank you. Thank you. So cute. Yeah. Well, and finally, um, what are some upcoming projects that we can expect for you next year, maybe the following year? Now, our radio show is based here in Las Vegas. Uh, it, will there be a Vegas residency, I hope, coming up? Or just what's coming up for you within the next year or so? Uh, I've got a, a few projects that are in, uh, in ready, waiting for, for production. So those are theatrical things that I'm going to be involved in. Uh, um, acting, but but basically producing, which is exciting uh, time and part of of my career. When you get the chance to actually make things, as opposed to just, uh, which is uh, you know I love being uh, a, a part of productions and and acting, but it's nice when you can actually create some of the projects. So working on that, working on the music, and then continuing to um, uh, create, you know, uh, and and. And, and sing all over the world. Uh, I just finished season two of Queen of the Universe, which is on Paramount Plus. Uh, I'm a judge in a drag queen singing competition worldwide, so that's a lot of fun. And I think that comes out um, around the holiday time. And uh, uh, season one was uh, amazing, and season two will be equally as uh, exciting. And um, you know, just continue to. To, I just got off Broadway this year, did a, 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 a female farce called POTUS, which was hilarious. So there's some talk about bringing that to London. Um, so, you know, the best way plans. We'll see what happens, but uh, the work always shows up. <laughs> well, in all of your world travels, we hope that you definitely stop by here in Vegas and let us get on oh, no, just excitement about your music and your performances. We will gladly be here awaiting when you do stop by. Oh, thank you. I would love to do a residency, you know, but uh, those are those are those are tough to get, but we'll see. Well, we're gonna if there's any way we can vote to have you come here for a residency, we'll try that. But anyway, <laughs> Vanessa, it is always a delight to chat with you. Uh, my God, I don't know how many interviews I've done with you. I think the first interview, the very first interview I did with you, you and I sat there and talked about adult acne for a good 15 minutes. It was oh so funny. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, glad that's gone. Thank God. Oh, thank God at, for hormones. At, at 59, it better be gone. It, yes, thank God for hormone balances, isn't it? But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, the last time I was in Vegas, I was there. I got the, uh, an award for Woman of the Year from the uh, Nevada Ballet Theater, which was amazing. Oh, that was yeah. back in 2017. Okay, okay. Well, again, we welcome you anytime you want to come drop by and stop and perform and see us. So, again, thank you so much for the chat, as always, and you have You're a welcome. wonderful and blessed rest of the weekend. You too. Okay, take care then. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Right, Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.